Genre Productions presents. Oh my God, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre. Hello, and welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we sign the head of Rocky 2... Where no, you didn't one no, but Hello, ba- welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where sign the head of Rocky Two. I read these exactly how you write them because I want to get the full effect, and you you messed up. What is this supposed to be? Where we sign the head? Yeah, you where to... we sign the head of Rocky Two. Okay, um, ready? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> the episodes are so long because there's like 20 minutes of laughter. All right. Let's everybody get serious. All right, try it again. <laughs> yeah, now we'll get serious. Yes, now. Hello, and welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we sign the head of Rocky 2, one hey yo, minute at a time. I am Jason Haynes. And I am Doug Greenberg. And joining us again for day four, Alan and Walt from the Wilder Ride. Hello, guys. Hey, hey how Alan, you doing? Walt. <laughs> hey, hi. <laughs> we were just, so you guys left. We like, had to simultaneously take a huge breath. <laughs> we sat here in stunned silence at the brilliance being exhibited in that open. It was just awesome. No, that was the sound of the tree jumping the rails <laughs> and crashing into a fireball in the ravine. Yeah, so we've been a good influence. <laughs> yeah. So today we're knocking out Minute 14, which begins with a $300,000 promise and ends with Rocky's loose grasp on what it means to call someone. <laughs> eh. Eh. Okay. Nice. Nicely done, Jay. Thank you. 
Thank you. So here we are. Rocky is walking out of the hospital. Three hundred thousand dollars in endorsement deals. This slick MF or promises Rocky. And for those of you that are having <clears throat> trouble understanding what three hundred thousand dollars is in nineteen seventy nine, I knew I can count on. <laughs> It would be it would have the same buying power as one million one hundred six thousand nine hundred seven dollars and seventy six cents today. No, 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 that's a lot oh, of dough. No. Hold on, wait. wait. You, you have to remember, Jay. This is taking place in nineteen seventy six. All right, let's back this up to nineteen seventy six, and that actually other figure was for July of two thousand eighteen is September. Oh, all right. <laughs> no, nope. we'll July's our only option. <laughs> All right, so one million three hundred fifty-nine thousand seven hundred forty-four dollars and sixty cents is what yes. three hundred thousand dollars was worth would be now and in nineteen seventy-six. So endorsements are, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I should say for the most part, but endorsements usually are where athletes clean up, mm-hmm. right? So they they get their contracts through their team, or you know whatever. Um, organization they're playing for mm-hmm. but um i just want to give you a few a few examples of where the endorsements far outweigh their contracts okay so i read an article i don't know what year it was <clears throat> because i know tiger woods ran into some issues uh, with the, some <laughs> with his endorsements but um one year tiger woods made uh, 13 million dollars playing golf but his endorsements totaled 65 million dollars mm-hmm. LeBron James, he was playing with the Heat at the time, which has been a few years since then, made $17.8 million with the Heat, and his endorsements totaled $42 million. Maria Sharapova, who is uh, not even close to the best tennis player, she made $6 million playing tennis, but $23 million in endorsements. And Kobe Bryant, the Laker legend... Made $27.9 million, which, <laughs> as a sports contract, is astronomical. Um, but his endorsements totaled $34 million that year. Wow. I got to line up some endorsements. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured out what's wrong with the Wilder ride. We don't have any endorsements. Yeah, we got to get with Blue Yeti or... <laughs> <laughs> or Weight Watchers. <laughs> or or uh, who's, who's the... Um... <laughs> What's that company that makes uh, uh, sealant for basements corning? <laughs> because cause we all live in our basements. <laughs> yeah, the soundproofers. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So there's more? a lot of directions podcasters can go. Do you have any more athletes? Because I don't think people understand the point yet with your... <laughs> no, the article I read had like uh, had like nine or ten athletes. I, I only took the top four. Yeah, do you That's get anything on like Wayne Gretzky or uh, anybody else? <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Do that, do oh, can we go to the Wayback Machine? Do we need like a, a, a Back to the Future <laughs> Minute for you, Walt? <laughs> yeah, the article Dude, wasn't from 1989. <laughs> How about 2017, the most recent completed year? I think that what you talk about with endorsements, I think is... It sells the picture if we didn't already bang this, you know, mule dead enough. Wait, what? <laughs> bang the mule dead. <laughs> Roger Federer only made $6 million in salary, which is a lot. But, I mean, in terms of other athletes like LeBron James in a year makes about $31 million, And you've got, like, uh, uh, Andrew Luck makes $50 million in football, right? He only made $6 million playing tennis. He made $58 million on endorsements. That's, that's the one I would have picked because it's such a, a wide, uh, such a, a big disparity. I mean, yours, were, yours were good too. Good <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, it comes with age and experience and wisdom. <laughs> all right, I'm going to cut out all my garbage and just leave Walt. You can just put that one in there. Cut out this, the last fucking. <laughs> yeah, leave it to Alan and his googling. <laughs> no, that was and the his one upping Forbes list that that came out in 2017. So anyway, yours is uh, yours is probably more current than mine. It, Your, other than mine didn't have a date on it, but other than LeBron to, James, none of these people are relevant anymore. I don't. I mean, this was you know, well, Roger Federer. Yeah, what, whatever. He just went anything. When was LeBron James last on the Heat? And when was the last time LeBron James made seventeen point eight million dollars? Not in a long time. All right, so this is probably like on, four or five eleven years other basketball teams. He's been on all the other basketball teams since then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got the kid in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> this this kid in the wheelchair thing is one of those things you know like when you when you hear a name like you hear a name and you're like I don't know this actor I never heard of this guy in my life and then you put him in a Google image and the image possibly like oh my god I know that guy <laughs> <laughs> yes this was the fucking doctor from ER <laughs> he was a doctor from ER I, wait what I, he was one of the do- he's one of the famous doctors from ER this kid in the body cast who is he Put his name in, in Google. Wait a minute. His name's Paul McCrane. His you'll real recognize name. Me. If you've ever watched it in any ER, you'll recognize him immediately. Yeah, I he was watch it all the time. Isn't he bald? Put him yes, in. he's bald. He had, he had oh. a goatee. Was, in, um, was it the first RoboCop? He's the guy that the helicopter fell on. He's the, no, the helicopter cut his arm off of ER. Oh, yeah. But in, in RoboCop, he's the one that had all the toxic waste jump you know spilled on him, and he was melting. Mm-hmm. He was in the Blob. He was, he was one of the g- prison guards in Shawshank Redemption. He was in Twenty Four ER, and my favorite, he was in Cop Rock. Cop Rock, yeah, that that aired like four episodes, right? <laughs> yes, it was a terrible musical TV show. Well, as soon as they said it was a a musical police drama, I was like, nope, it lost me. It lost everybody, Walt. It lost everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, you know, the, the folks with Glee realized just how far ahead of time Cop Rock was. <laughs> yeah. Wise move. So his, what was his character's name on ER? A, uh, two R's. Dr. It was uh, Robert R- Romano. Robert Romano. Yep. Yeah, Dr. Romano. Yep. There you go. Yes. Yes. That's where I, like, you don't recognize him as this little no. kid in the full Well, because he's got hair. And, and the funny thing is, is that he, in ER, he was bald. And it says in his, his IMDb or Wikipedia that he was known for his curly red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much in ER. That's awesome. Yeah, that's why IMDb says I'm known for my my svelte athletic. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says about you all. Yes, <laughs> I wrote it. You wrote it. Didn't you? <laughs> His bodybuilding. Nice. <laughs> you do. You just tend to build around thanks the middle. To, thanks to Fuddruckers hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> On a steady diet of pizza and beer. Hey. And- I didn't get this body overnight, trust me. And coming soon, waffles with peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter waffles. Multigrain mm. or uh, multi-grain. regular buttermilk. No. I'll learn from y'all on the multigrain. I'll pass on that. <laughs> what? Oh, boy. Can we hit hold? Well, can I ask you a question? I wanted to ask this right away, but you guys went down this path. But And maybe it's just because I've got a juvenile 17 or 16-year-old brain still. But am I the only one, when you start hearing him start talking about, so for just some shavings, and then the next thing you know is like, so like balls? And I kind of keep putting those two things together when he starts talking. (laughs) Shaving and balls? 
Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, for $300,000, I mean, man, why? I'd sign right then. I, I wonder. That's an easy one. Like how, well, the, the endorsement. The endorsement deals that the guy throws at him, like Rocky says, shaving stuff. The guy says, yeah, you know, anything, sledgehammers, batteries. Like, <laughs> what is like, a commercial for a sledgehammer? I never. Or any any athlete endorsement for a sledgehammer than maybe Gallagher. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. What is he asking him to endorse? I thought maybe products, but then what the hell does shavings have to do with shaving it? stuff? He says shaving stuff, razors, razor blades. Yes. I re- Shaving That's cream, shaving cream, after shave. Oh, there's all kinds of pre-shave. Stuff. Then why does he say balls? <laughs> well, he goes. Rocky goes like balls, baseballs. <laughs> he does say baseballs in there, Alan. For Christ's sake, he says balls like baseballs, but he says balls first, doesn't he? He does say balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know how my antenna works. You know, Spidey senses work for him to keep him out of danger. Mine's to find perversion. I just like. <laughs> Like there's there's a joke here. I'm, well, that's the obvious joke. We 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 try to fancy ourselves more of a deeper kind of comedy. Yes, very, very it's it's more mature. Yeah, no, it's come across that way this whole week. <laughs> they're the more intellectual podcast. Yeah, they <laughs> they're the brain trust. Yeah. Which speaking of, did you notice the weird cast cap that this guy has on his head? Yeah, is it not connected to the rest I, of the... It is. In the back, it looks like, right? It looks in the like back. It runs up the back. Yeah. What the f*** happened to this? But it, he, he's not supposed to be <laughs> it's able like to... cast yarmulke. <laughs> he shouldn't be able to move his head, though, but he, he does. <laughs> it's a Jewish injury. <laughs> so weird. And what the hell happened to him? Like, every inch of his body is in a cast. And, and Except the, his left right, foot. Right, I was going to say, what the hell happened to him? Why, why was his left foot spared of whatever tragedy <laughs> <laughs> A meteor fell on him, but didn't quite hit his left foot. And he's riding around with a pen in his hand. <laughs> he, he can't even move his arm, but he's got a damn pen in his hand while they're pushing him around the hospital. They saw Rocky coming a mile away. Okay. <laughs> while we're on all this stupid shit, <laughs> am I the only one who also, just when he stops in front of what looks like a raised rut, ridge of ice, is waiting for the wheelchair to go o- up and over when he starts to go again? <laughs> Every time I see in that front wheel there, that row of like raised ice, I'm like, he's going to go spill this kid right out of the wheelchair. Well, and how many times in the middle of winter do they push people outside in a wheelchair? <laughs> we'll go for a ride yeah. in the ice. Let's make sure you get frostbite, too. They've done a poor job of clearing the ice off of this <laughs> <laughs> concrete, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're, they're close to a hospital, so that's good in case they fall and break their leg. But he t- he t- Rocky tells a kid, like, I bet that's heavy, like this full body cast. And the guy's like, yeah, a little bit. And he goes, just think of how fast you'll be when you get it off. So does Rocky know nothing about muscle atrophy? No. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that apparently his whole body got smashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be strong, all right. <laughs> he won't be able to sit on two legs after he gets that thing off. <laughs> this kid is in for like a year of physical therapy yeah. just to be able to walk again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's not going to the Olympics, genius. <laughs> That's another Rockyism, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but he's always seeing the bright side, right? Yeah, he the is. positive. You'll be faster than you are right now. <laughs> is really what he was saying. <laughs> Look, you may be at, at mobile at some point. It will. It probably will feel lighter when he gets set off. He'll yeah. be able to move. Yes, yeah, a little bit. But you know, he's got a long road ahead of him. This kid. Yeah, no, it's 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 a senseless comment to make. <laughs> it's totally. It's, it's optimism is, for the sake of optimism. Well, and the kid's in an amazingly good mood. 
Oh, it's Rocky. Yeah, he's well, getting his so. head signed by Rocky. And he's been there three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, how fortunate I am to have had this horrible accident <laughs> so that I can meet Rocky. <laughs> Does is he talking to the to the uh, wheelchair kid or is he talking to the orderly when it, like he comes down the stairs and he goes, "How you doing, Pete?" Like, is, does he know this kid? Oh, I assumed he was talking to the kid. No, so I think he's talking to the orderly. He must be. No, I think he's talking he to the orderly, and the orderly, kid yeah. just says, "Hey, can I can you get you to sign sign my head?" I think he's talking to the orderly because why would he? Well. I don't know. I guess you can look at it either way. Does, wait, wait, does it really matter? <laughs> Who's credited I, as Pete? Maybe. Who's credited as Pete? <laughs> well, there you go then. <laughs> we should probably cross-reference with the actual cast list. I just don't understand how the orderly is going to push this wheelchair through that slush that's in front of the wheelchair. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's crazy. There's no way you're pushing that wheelchair through there. No, not at all. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Maybe he just gives it a shove and it slides. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! No, that's what happened. So the kid was in there with just a regular injury. Then the orderly took him for his, his wheelchair ride, and that's what happened. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, dumb <laughs> shit." Pete lost another exactly. one. <laughs> Pete dumped another one down the stairs. Dumb. We keep telling him not when the ice is out. <laughs> dumb shit, Pete. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got we got to get some open beds. Pete, take some people for a walk. <laughs> Actually, if if we were doing this as a comedy, every time he walked by, he was in there for the broken leg, and then the, he fell, and then his arm <laughs> yeah. got broken, and then he fell again and busted his chest, and the last one he busted his head. So every time he's got more plaster on, he really did well, it. <laughs> the kid is credited on um, on IMDb as young patient. Mm-hmm. So apparently he's so he, not Pete. No, Pete is the uh, is the orderly. What well, does anybody acknowledge when he says it? Well, maybe that isn't anybody's name. Maybe he took such a shot to the head, he's just randomly <laughs> saying, Pete? He's just randomly saying, no, um, the, orderly, hey, Bill. the orderly does say something before he says, hey, how you doing, Pete? Because you he? see, watch, you see the smoke come out of his mouth. He, he, he exhales something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he does say something. And then Rocky says it right after. So I'm guessing the orderly's Pete. Okay. Why didn't Pete have a f- coat on? Jesus Christ. It's freezing. <laughs> Maybe Pete's from the insane asylum side. <laughs> he does look like it. I swear, every time I pause and that wheel is on that ice, I'm waiting for the kid to go right out of the <laughs> damn wheelchair. Sliding down. Um, serious note, uh, I love the costume design of putting Adrian in, in red. Everybody's wearing dark muted colors. Everything is kind of muted in the background. It kind of looks dingy almost. There's the snow, but it's not even bright white snow. It's kind of like that slushy, mushy snow. She pops Everywhere on frame, especially as they're leaving at the end of the minute toward the archway, and she's like in that archway. You know exactly where she is at every moment. She she's all, she's an interesting character in this too, because Adrian very established as a shy girl, right? But she will not stand by and let her man get taken advantage of. She she will stand behind him. So even like um, after they leave, you know, young. Uh, body broken boy and Pete um, Rocky goes to walk away and talk in business with this guy and Adrian like reaches out and grabs his arm and holds him close to her like she's she's in protective mode right and you can tell she's paying real close attention to what they're saying but she's not she's not weighing in on it but she's she's not letting go of Rocky no no she she is paying very close attention but she's letting Rocky do his thing but she's not going to stand there. <clears throat> I bet if Rocky took out a pen to sign that thing, she would be like, she would say something. She'd be like, "Rocky, we got to go take care of that thing at she the zoo." She does pull him away, but then she lets go. 
do you think is it because Rocky doesn't is he ready to not sign something just yet because he's finally going to get a chance to beat? Whoops, sorry. Do you think he's he's doing that because he's finally going to get some alone time with Adrian out of the hospital and that's what he's all he's all he cares about? Is it not necessarily that he is too smart to not get taken by the deal, but he's actually distracted on I haven't had alone time. I mean, I've been in the hospital with her, but I haven't had my time outside the hospital yet. I think that's part of it, and I also think that <clears throat> he's uncomfortable just signing something right here on a whim. You know, I, I do this all the time. When I, we get these goddamn door-to-door, like, Anderson window people and these people trying to sell solar panels and everything. And I'm not the kind of guy. I don't have the heart to just say, get the fuck off my property. You know, I'll do the whole spiel. Like, I'll listen to their to their pitch, and I'll be like, oh, you, know, you know, I don't know if I'm ready right. Let me talk to the wife and, uh, you know, just leave me your card and I'll give you a call in a couple of days. You know, I was exactly that way for so long. And then I just finally realized it's only making me miserable. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, but, but I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be too much of a jerk. So I, I actually will go, I'll, I'll go out on the porch and I'll be like, hey, look, 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 let me, halfway through the opening sentence, I'm like, hey, hey, I understand what you're trying to do. I appreciate you trying to make a living. I'm telling you right now, ain't going to happen. So just, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I wish you all the best of luck. Have a nice day. I got to start doing that. I do something similar. I just open the door and I'm like, whatever it is, I just open it. I'm saying, listen, I'm not interested. Thanks for coming by, having dinner, have a good night. So I'm the Rocky here. Yeah. I'm the Rocky. <laughs> you are. What I, I always do is ever. I got a buddy across the street. So I'm always like, oh, you're selling gutters. Well, I don't need any, but Mike across the street was just telling me he needs gutters. <laughs> The misdirect. You know, I mean, the Mormons come by. You know, Mike across the street was just telling me he was reading the Book of Mormon, had some questions. You might want to go over there. <laughs> so I just sent him across the street. That's fantastic. <laughs> some questions. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you could play really mean and say, "Oh, you just missed the other guy that came in here, and I just bought from him." Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> They're putting gutters up tomorrow. No. Yeah, because I I want to buy a side of beef from a guy in a pickup truck and a fridge. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I just converted to. Some other religion. If you hadn't, if you'd come by thirty minutes ago, no, you'd have I, my donation. But I will say that is the most annoying thing in the world because I don't like being mean. I hate, so I try to do it in a complimentary way. I'm just like, look, I appreciate what you're doing. I, I, I get it. This is what you're doing for a living. I could never do what you're doing, but you're, it's just not going to happen. So let's just save us both the trouble. Go ahead and go hit the next house. It's funny. It, is I have less of a problem telling Jehovah's Witnesses to screw than I do like somebody trying to sell me solar panels. <laughs> there was one time like my 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 son was a, a baby and he was taking his nap in the middle of the uh, of the day and a jehovah's witness came and rang the bell and they didn't wake my son up but i answered the door and i'm like oh thanks so much you just woke my infant son up get the f- out of here <laughs> and I, I felt way more comfortable doing that Sorry to That's any awesome. Jehovah's Witnesses listeners that we may have. <laughs> for all your, for all the listeners out there, we have to we have to cover all our bases. We offend so many people. Well, as long as you offend them all, yeah, right? That's right. Everybody equally. There we go. Yeah, wait till our season two. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have a lot of apologies. We no <laughs> just the standard apology. We'll just email ahead of time. Well, fortunately, I'm Irish, and the Irish get beat up more than anybody. Yeah. So. <laughs> as well, you should. <laughs> we, you know, see, there you go. I, I didn't do anything to you, and here I am. <laughs> well, I figure I'm, I'm in like the offending mood, so why not? 
<laughs> well, Doug, I know every episode so far, every minute this week, you've always kind of compared the dialogue versus what's in the book. There's a lot of dialogue. This like it's a nonstop talking minute with a lot of just words. You can tell the the, the heart cells going on. He's pressing them. Uh, Rocky's trying to be the good guy, but he's trying to kind of put him off, and they're trying to get out of there. Did all of this read as is in the script of the book, or was some of this improv? Um, not all of this was as is in the book. It was, I mean, um, like some stuff, first of all, it's two um, short, well-dressed men that were serving as the agents in the book. And um, they, they do the whole, like, shaving stuff and, like, the, uh, you know, you got to strike while the iron's hot. And then um, Rocky just does the, uh, you know, I, I, gotta, I got something else I need to take care of first, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll call you. That kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then and then the the scene ends, but also in the script, there's no zoo part that we're gonna see next minute. Um, they go right in the script. They go right from here to the wedding chapel to the church. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's more in the book. Didn't the novelization come out though after, or was the novelization based on maybe uh, a first or second draft of the script? Because sometimes that's what happens when they're trying to time the book to come out at the same time as the movie. Sometimes the director makes creative changes that the whoever's writing the novelization doesn't get those notes, and so that you get those discrepancies. The script and the and the book follow each other pretty closely, but the book goes way more in depth than the script does. Like also in the script, like I said, um, last minute or the minute before when it was Tony Gazzo that was in Rocky's room instead of Paulie. Right. That's also in the script, not in the book. I, I mean, also in the script and in the book, <clears throat> not in the movie. So things like that, they follow very closely to one another. But um, in this case, I don't know why in the script, it jumps right from this part to the church. So when he says like, I, I got other things I need to take care of. I guess getting married was that thing, but um, there's a little beat before that that we're going to see. Well, I'm kind of glad they added the what we're coming up with tomorrow because it's actually one of my, as far as like a, a nice moment, it's it's a it's a nice moment in this movie. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get a whole lot more Rocky-isms. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But well, go ahead. At the very end here, I will say, I think it's funny. I, I don't know if... Is this? Are we supposed to take it as a Rocky joke, or is this kind of smarmy to go? He goes, I'll "Call you? How you call you? Like, you'll hear me like, hey yo! Like, like, is that really what he's going to do? He's going to open his window, and I've been waiting for my hey yo. Why haven't you called me? Is that a callback, Jay? Would you say what? The uh, you know, I'll call you. I'll go hey yo. The callback to Rocky one. Yeah, he said the same thing. Well, you know that he doesn't yo, have a Paulie. phone. Yo, Paulie. He doesn't have a phone. He calls, yell, yell out the window. Yeah, yeah. That's just a Rockyism. <clears throat> oh, it's definitely Rockyism. Um, or was he being like smarmy to the guy? Like, yeah, yeah, I'll call you. I'll give me your number. Ah, I'll just call you. I'll go, yeah, yo. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not calling you. He's a bit of column A, a bit of column B. <laughs> So you see the guys? I'm not interested in your $1.3 million. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Adrian, think about that, though. If it really was $300,000 this time, uh, he's really focused on other things besides making money. That is Rocky's way. He is focused on one thing. Now, one thing is Adrian. He doesn't give a shit. He gives away the fight then you know the next fight that we're going to see because he has to stand by Adrian every second of the day. Adrian is the pinnacle of his life. She's the one and only thing that matters to him. Right. At at the expense of everything else. So this is a common theme. Well, okay. At least for now. All right. 
Leonard Gaines. Mm-hmm. Leonard Gaines is the agent. Leonard Gaines, um, he had a couple of parts in New York, New York, uh, which we mentioned before. I can't remember where. It was in what, like uh, the what, what did they do between Rocky 1 and Rocky 2. Uh, New York, New York was a uh, Martin Scorsese, uh, Robert De Niro film. He was in something called Blue Collar, where the Buffalo Roam, Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, which has, uh, I believe, gotten the minute-by-minute treatment. It certainly has. Great flick, by the way, if you've never seen it. Although it's quirky weird, it's 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 great. I have never seen it, and I will trust your uh, uh, thing. Review. <laughs> Review. My thing? Wait a minute. I don't, I don't you trust in my thing. There's a word. You're well, close to my there, thing. I will trust your bullshit on this. There's a word. I was looking for a word there. I couldn't find it. Your uninteresting uh, comment. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Our our poor friend Leonard Gaines died in 2007. Oh, so kidding. so I'm gonna pour out some of my juicy haze IPA right now in his honor. Aww. The female agent there, Linda Gray, uh, she starred in Rocky Two, and that's it. <laughs> well, she did such a great job here. Which <laughs> ju- just like her in her acting career in this scene, she was planted securely on the pay no mind list. <laughs> The pay no mind list. <laughs> Where she, she, how, how many times in this scene does she chime in and nobody acknowledges anything she has to say? <laughs> well, it, it was the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need one of those stings. One of those. It was the seventies stings because right. Like, like uh, I mean, we say that so we so we said it so much in Rocky One, and we're we're gonna be saying it throughout this movie too. Yeah, it was the seventies and. Goddamn, were women treated poorly? Why, why are you in a kitchen making me a turkey pot pie, huh? <laughs> oh, I could go for a turkey pot pie right now. <laughs> I'll make it, actually, at this point. <laughs> yeah, there's literally no information about Linda Gray. No, nothing. Uh, I mean, known for Rocky II, 1979. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all she's dope for. How about the... Um, when the uh, when the guy says, uh, "Did you just yawn?" That's Jay. He yawns all the time on mic. Okay, <laughs> it's ten o'clock at night. I'm tired. He, he has narcolepsy. <laughs> he, narcolepsy. he fell. He's over. actually he's sleeping like those, right now. <laughs> he's like those goats. Like when you come at him too fast, they fall over. <laughs> My kids laugh their asses off at those videos. <laughs> One of your guests does, <laughs> and that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are. What the funny. Hell kind of defense mechanism is that? <laughs> completely, completely give up and let whatever's chasing you have me. Yeah, well, whatever yes. animal does is like, oh gosh, do I want to eat that tainted meat? <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Like, oh wow, this thing's not flexibility anymore. It's all, it's all rancid. It's got to be. It's got <laughs> rigor mortis set in. You see those videos? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, my kids love those. And when goats um, yell, scream like humans. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 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 like they really honestly do that it's hilarious I, I can't watch that that's like when my three kids were young it was like a four year window of just that around my house <laughs> I have PTSD from that you call them YouTube we call them family video <laughs> but the uh, the agent when he says give me a call he does like the, the phone call hand gesture like the hang 10 thumb to the ear pinky to the mouth thing 
Uh-huh. Do people do that anymore? I do it all the time. Would kids know what we're doing when we do that nowadays? Because people don't call each other anymore. They text. I haven't called anybody in years. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even own a phone. <laughs> That's a really good question. Would they know that you're p- making the ha- the hand cradle of a phone with the pinky and the thumb? Would they know? I think so. I mean, when you put it to your head and you say, call me, obviously they know, but they're going to ask, why are, you, why are you imitating an old flip phone? You know, they're not going to know it's the kind of cradle phone. <laughs> the old flip phone, yeah. You got to do it just as like your palm flat like this. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just do the thing where you like, it looks like you're picking it up off the cradle and holding it to your ear and cranking the uh, phone. <laughs> Myrtle, <laughs> call my mom. Like you're talking to the thing on the wall. Yes. <laughs> oh, our kids, our kids today, they got it. They got it so good. These kids today, they can make a phone call anywhere. Well, if it was like our house growing up, you'd have to pick it up and then unwind the cord that had gotten all tangled. Oh, up. Yeah, Back yeah. in my day, only the rich kids had the cord that could stretch to the living room. We had to stay. Yeah. Our phone was stuck on the kitchen wall. The dollar seventy-five at Radio Shack, forty-seven foot long cord. <laughs> yeah, you had to buy it no. specially. I don't know. I think I think if you were to say the, the 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 phrase, "Hey, call me," they'd recognize you're holding what's supposed to be a phone. But they'd be like, "I don't know why you're doing the finger pinky thing." Is that like right. sign language for "call me"? Like hang ten, <laughs> call me when you're surfing. What do you? What are you? Isn't that isn't that sign for call? Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Call when you like take your hand and shake. Yeah. Is it? Call me. I think so. Sign language. You know, know what? It's a podcast. It's got, it's, you got to believe it. If, I, if, if we said it here, it's got to be true. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Everything you've it heard is today now. is one hundred percent true. You just <laughs> yeah, all week. Everything you heard all week long. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I'm ready to wrap up minute fourteen. You guys. <laughs> I was just thinking about you talking about long cords when when I was young. The phone was in the kitchen, and I got the long cords so I could stretch it from the kitchen into my bedroom, under the bedroom door, close the door, and talk to my lady friend all night. And you know, like I always wanted to fall asleep on the phone with her. Like you ever do that? Like you want to talk? Oh, you yeah. want to fall asleep on the phone together? And it's just like, how sweet was that? Like I just want to fall asleep on the phone together. Now, now like my, my wife calls, and I look at the phone for like five minutes while it's ringing, going, "What the fuck?" She wants. <laughs> Man, how- okay, good. So it's not just Man, me. Oh, no. I think that makes four of us. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing worse than looking down and going, oh, Jesus. What like, is she? What is she well, I can guarantee like, my wife does the same thing. I just saw you. I just left the house 15 minutes ago. What could you possibly want? <laughs> what? Yeah. Unless it's a disaster, what yeah. what is necessitating a call right now? <laughs> <laughs> I've just, just like, spent the last six hours in the room with you. You didn't say two <laughs> words to me. I get in the car. You want to call me. Well, and it's just like every time I see my kid's school's phone number pop up on the phone, it's like, son of a- <laughs> What did she do? <laughs> uh, well, we get robocalls from our school, so I just know the number, no. and I just let it leave a voicemail. So. No, but I, I, Jay, I will tell you that is that is exactly what happens. I can be in the the family room, sitting next to my wife for three hours. Oh, We're just the sitting same. there looking at her phone. She's yep. reading a oh book or something. God. I'm like, I got to go to the store. She's like, okay, have fun. I get in the car. Yep. <laughs> Do I need to pick something up at the store? No, I just want to see how. You yeah. know, did you leave the sub yet? I'm like, no, I didn't even leave the. <laughs> 
fucking driveway yet. I'm, I'm standing right next to you. I'm still standing next to you. So what you doing? I left the room. I'm literally in the kitchen beside you. I'm looking at you now. There's times she'll call me when I'm driving home from work, and I'll be like, I'm like, oh, what's up? What do you need? Nothing. All right. What's up? Nothing. Do you need something? No, I just want to talk. Can I talk to my husband? I'm like, I will be home in 15 minutes. I'm driving to you. He's not here right now. I'm coming to where you are, and I'm going to be there for the rest of the night. (laughs) And then you won't say a Right, and then as soon as I get home, we eat dinner, and then we're both on our phones for the rest of the night, ignoring each other. (laughs) And then the next morning, I get my car to go to work. What's up? How you doing? (laughs) Are you at work yet? (laughs) I've missed you so much. (laughs) What you thinking? <laughs> I'm just wondering why I'm paying for a phone bill every month. <laughs> all right, Doug. My my advice to you is you just chop all of this, save it for save it for like your own special <laughs> for later. Yeah, because right. you'll half your half your listeners that that might be a female persuasion have just left the show. No, they're now going. I know what that asshole is. <laughs> I'm not going to ask anymore. Oh, you don't like phone calls, do you? <laughs> we definitely don't have that many female listeners, so I think, I think. <laughs> yeah, the Rocky Minute. <laughs> out of our 10 or so <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it's Crystal Beth, and she's yeah. like, yeah, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> she already knows, right? That's very true. <laughs> With our tens of listeners. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll just end with this. It's I love the red coat because as we leave the scene and he's making that whole call, you, yeah, I'll call you, we still see, and she's perfectly framed in the archway, so we never lose track of where Adrian is. And obviously that's the important moment. That's what's obviously on Rocky's mind, and if we didn't know it, we're going to know it by tomorrow. Fair right. enough. Perfect. Thanks. Couldn't set it by minimum. Yep, boop, 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 boop. Couldn't have said it better myself. Wow. <laughs> See, you just proved you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us about the Wilder Ride before we wrap up today. Well, we decided to do the Movies by Minutes podcast just a tad different rather than picking a franchise like Rocky, where you've got one, two, three, four, five, and so on. We decided to pick an actor, and we decided we loved growing up with the movies of Gene Wilder. So we call ours The Wilder Ride, where we look at one Gene Wilder movie a minute at a time. We just finished season one at the time of this recording where we looked at Young Frankenstein, and we just announced at the very end that we will be moving into season two with Blazing Saddles. So watch for that at thewilderride.com. Mm-hmm. Two great comedies by a great comedy actor. I think you're you're the only so far podcast that does one actor. So far, I, I, we keep waiting. In fact, we talked about it in our final episode. Walt, would somebody say, "Hey, that's kind of a neat idea. Maybe we could do the movies of Sigourney Weaver or the movies of Harrison Ford or something like that." But we're, it hasn't happened. Or if it is, it might be in the planning stages. But I haven't heard it yet. So I assume that once y'all finish Rocky, you're starting Rambo. Oh God, no. <laughs> I, do you realize how long it's going to take us to do all the Rocky movies? Well, I think they've got three more in production. So. Oh, brother. We got Creed 2 is going to be coming out, and he's already working out for the next Rambo movie. There's already a, like a couple other podcasts out there that do like Sylvester Stallone movies like as a whole. They, they'll do one movie at a time. Not minute by minute, but they'll, they'll do like analyzation. So, um, oh, yeah, sure. That is like completely covered, so... We're going to leave it up to them to do the uh, the Rambos and the whatnots. God help us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cobra minute by minute. You know, they're, they're, 
There, it, there is, there, there may be a Cobra, not minute by minute. I think the guy was talking about doing 10 minutes at a time, but I think there's a Cobra uh, podcast in the works. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's all you can say, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that about covers it. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> but you know, that is one of those terrible movies that when it's on, I have to watch it. So Sly, Sly had a few of those. I'm not going to lie. Sly had a few of those. It was a paycheck. You're not thinking of over the top, are you? I love over the top. I do too, and it was terrible. Yeah, over the top's better than Cobra, though. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, I would say it's better. There's at least something redeeming about the fact you're trying to like win the kid back. You're trying to be the good dad. You're trying to do the good thing. I mean, Cobra is just how many people can I kill with my little you know machine gun? Well, they were bad with a little match in my mouth and the mirrored sunglasses. The match, yeah, the match. It was such an 80s. I mean, if you need a movie that says, show me an 80s action movie, show them Cobra. And they destroy like, a beautiful car in that movie. Oh, my God. I love that car. I love that car chase. It's a great chase. It's no, ridiculous, it's, it's, but it's great. It's, it's a typical 80s action movie. I mean, it's the stereotype. Everything in that movie is the stereotype of 80s action movie. Yeah. You can... Oh, my God. There's, there's so much... Sly and um, Arnold owned... The '80s cheesy action movies—they owned it. Yep, built empires on it, and still, yeah, and did. still. I mean, Arnold's still acting again, and and St- Stallone's really never stopped. No, no, they're 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 getting their dividends paid for sure. I'd like to just cash one of his checks. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we have. I can podcast all day long. Yeah. Oh man! All right, Jay. Hmm. Us. Our things. Oh, Mighty Mix <laughs> listeners group on Facebook, Instagram Rocky Minute, Twitter Rocky Minute, <laughs> Gmail Rocky Minute at gmail.com, Dueling Genre. There's other minute by minutes there. Scott Corelli, good job. Thank you. Peace out. All right. Did I forget anything? Uh, that I couldn't have said better myself. So uh, <laughs> we'll see you all tomorrow. All right. Till tomorrow. Thanks, guys. I'm going to bed. Bye. Wait, not yet. What are we waiting for? Take this. <laughs> Seriously, come on. Jesus, that Nailed was loud. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Rocket Minute. <laughs> Alright, ready? Here we go. This is the real one. So when you're editing, this is it coming up right now. Hello. <laughs> Alright, stop. Roll a little punch drunk. <laughs>